Welcome to With a Slack Group's podcast. This week we're at our Westmoreland School, joined by speech and language therapist Claire Watson. Claire qualified as a speech and language therapist in 1999 and since then has worked in a number of settings including mainstream schools, SEND schools, a language unit and NHS clinics. Claire has a specialist interest in the areas of developmental language disorder, specific speech disorder and verbal dyspraxia. Today we're going to be discussing articulation and phonological awareness. So to start Claire, what is articulation and phonological awareness? Okay, so articulation and phonological awareness are both to do with speech sounds. Articulation is actually how we make the sound, so the mechanical process of, of making a, a speech sound, putting them together to make words and so on. Phonological awareness is more about um, reflecting on the sounds that you hear and having an understanding of, of those sounds and how they fit into the words. So you, you may well have heard children talk about learning phonics, particularly early on in, in reception classes and so on. Um, and phonics is, is the beginning of when they're teaching phonological awareness. But actually very young children, younger than school age, will, will be developing phonological awareness. So it starts with an awareness of, of beat and rhythm, um, intonation, you hear the speech patterns so even in a baby's babble you can hear that they sort of will go up and down ba, 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 and you hear those rhythms and things and that's the beginning of phonological awareness and then as we get older and we get school education it becomes about knowing what the sound at the beginning of a word is what the rhyme is how many syllables that kind of thing so why can I, why can a child have difficulties with speech sounds there's a number of different reasons why a child might struggle to pronounce sounds correctly. Uh, one of the first things that we usually check out is are they hearing okay? Because uh, obviously if they can't hear the sounds, that's going to have an impact on, on how they reproduce them when they try to talk. Um, but there could also be a physical reason. So a, a good example of that is a child that has a cleft palate, um, in which case there's likely to maybe be air escaping down their nose or something like that, which changes the quality of the speech sounds that they produce. Um, some children actually just find it very difficult to coordinate the, the, the rapid movement that we need to make with our mouth in order to speak. Um, so if you think about when, when you're talking, your tongue is constantly moving about, your lips are changing shape, and to coordinate those rapid changing movements is quite difficult for a lot of children. Um, some children just have a slight delay, so they, they do go on and, and, and learn to speak okay, but they're just later than we would expect, and that can be for a number of different reasons. It could be, um, you know, some of the things we've talked about, or, it, you know, it, it, often we don't know why, why, but they've just got that, that developmental delay. Um, and then some children have difficulties specifically with the phonological awareness. So the hearing's okay, they can hear the sounds, but they find it difficult to discriminate between sounds that sound very similar and then that means they don't know which sounds to use within a word so they can use the wrong sound accidentally. Okay so some parents worry about articulation but certain sounds in the English language don't develop until some children are seven years old. Please could you explain this further? 
Yeah, so when children learn to speak, um, there's a, a, a typical pattern of development that we see. So broadly speaking, the sounds that we make at the front of the mouth um, develop much earlier than those that are made at the back of the mouth. So sounds like mm and b, where you've got your lips together and using lips, would come quite early on. Um, so most children would have those by sort of one, one and a half, two. You know, they, they, they're very early sounds that they're using first. And that's often why first words are things like mama and things like that. It's it's a combination of being, um, you know, obviously mum is usually someone that they're seeing a lot and is being named a lot, but also that M sound is, a, is an early sound to develop. And then what happens is that we tend to go further back in the mouth and they gradually get the sounds that, that come further back. Um, so an example of that would be a sound like t or d is made a little bit further back in the mouth. That's likely to be there by about two and a half, three years. Um, and this, they also we get different types of sounds. So we also sounds like p and b are quite short sounds, quite explosive sounds. Whereas a sound like s or um, they they're a long breathy sound and require a, a, a um, more control to be able to blow that air out over um, you know over a period of time. So those sounds are just that little bit later coming, and usually by about three three four ish, children will have those what we call fricative sounds, those long sounds. But it's not uncommon to hear a younger child they might say ton instead of son. And at two we would we would expect that that would be typical development. But if they were still doing that at four, then we'd start to start to be concerned. Um, so children are, are learning to use new sounds up to about the age of six or seven. So some sounds like the th, the th sound, that's quite a late sound to come and you know and that, that might be tricky up to six or seven years. Um, so it, it, it's a pattern, there's not an exact fixed age but we have this typical development that we, we look at um, and, and we're, we're watching out to check that children are getting those sounds. Okay, so what can parents do if they notice that their child's articulation isn't accurate? Um, I would always suggest, if you're concerned, to speak to a speech therapist about articulation. Um, as I say, by certainly by five or six years you should be able to understand what a child is saying pretty much all of the time um, but it might be that even younger than that that you're, you're, you're concerned about it. Certainly past the past sort of reception class age if they are making any sound errors um, I think a speech language assessment would be quite important to do. In terms of helping at home the best thing to do is, is just to kind of listen out really and see can you notice which sounds they find particularly difficult because um, that's helpful if you do go to an assessment to say, oh, well, I've noticed it's this sound or it's this particular word they find hard to say. Um, but also just repeating back. So the example I gave earlier, if the child says ton instead of son, um, don't ask them to repeat it, don't ask them to say it again, but just you repeat it back. So, oh, yeah, it's the son. Um, and just put that slight emphasis on the S sound so that they're hearing it. And then hopefully if you keep doing that and over time they'll start to pick up on it. Okay, so are there any apps that you would recommend that are suitable to use at home? 
There's a really good app called um, By Little Bee Speech, um, and the reason why I like that app is you can record in it, so um, children can listen to the sound or the word. It has different levels. You can start with a single sound. You can you can practice at word level or even at sentence level when they're getting a bit more confident with the sound, um, and it lets them listen to the sound or the word and then have a go at recording it. They can then play it back and then they rate how they did with it. Did they get it right or did they? Did they not? Um, so it's a really good one for practice if you're trying to reinforce particular sounds. Okay, so that brings us to, to the end of this podcast on articulation and phonological awareness. Thank you for joining us, Claire. If you're not already, follow with a Slack group on Facebook and Twitter for the latest news on our success stories of our children and young people. Also visit our website, www.withaslackgroup.co.uk. Thank you.